All right, everybody, welcome to the BC Podcast. This is episode number 46, and we are glad that you're with us this week. I'm Andrew, your host for today, and joined here by Jonas, Crystal, Zach, and Scott. How are you all doing today? Awesome. Very good. All Very right. Good. good to hear it. We are going to just uh, go over a few things from last Sunday, some things coming up over the next week or two, and then get into a little bit of conversation about um, some things that are coming up even a little farther out than that. And so hope you'll hang with us for this midweek checkpoint for kind of for all things Valley Creek this week. With that, let's kind of go ahead and jump into right from the beginning here with last Sunday and what we looked at there. We started a new sermon series called The Journey, taking a look at discipleship. Uh, Scott and Jonas preached on specifically this week, the destination of our journey from Matthew chapter 28. And so as we kind of jump in there, let's first of all, just maybe give a little bit more or a little bit of intro with our sermon series, our discipleship emphasis, where we're going there. And then we'll get into one of these discussion questions from our listening guide. So somebody want to give us a quick overview? Scott? Well, I think as we we started the series, because obviously what we want to do is make sure uh, here at Valley Creek that discipleship at the forefront. And so, again, the series is really designed to help us capture what that's about, you know, where we hope to go as a church. You know, even as we talked last week about the destination of just we we know that God's desire is that we would have true disciples. And, you know, the church can uh, if this is a question, forgive me if I'm jumping ahead, you know, we can often get the wrong metric out there to say, how are we successful? Churches are really bad of e- even about saying, you know, as long as we have a bunch of people coming, uh, you know, the seats are full, then we've arrived. You know, we, we're doing things right. We're busy. And that's not the metric that God would use. You know, the metric God uses is are people genuinely following him. Uh, that's that's knowing his commands, that's living by his commands, uh, that's even sharing the gospel with others. And so, what we want to do is make sure as a church that, that we are moving in that direction because I believe the church as a whole, Church Universal, has not done well discipling our people. Uh, I think one thing the pandemic has shown us is that uh, there are many people, I'm not saying they didn't have a faith with Christ, but at least it wasn't strong. And so when the pandemic hit, now they're gone. Uh, where are they? Uh, and so it's partly because they've not been discipled well. Yeah, absolutely. I think as we think about this from the aspect of the journey and looking at that destination, that's the that's the key is what are we trying to accomplish there? And as Jesus calls us to go and make disciples, that's a work that we know isn't something that we finish, you know, like next week, we're going to be like, okay, good. We got it done. We've done it, Jesus. What next? Right. It's a journey that we're continuing to to walk with him throughout our lives. And so really the destination is the journey as long as we're walking and living on this earth, following Jesus and trying to lead others closer to him. And so let's kind of dive into one of those questions. And Scott, you did kind of lead us here a little bit, but what are some destinations or goals that we as churches and individuals are tempted to elevate above Jesus' mission of making disciples? (laughs) I'll jump in. I'll jump in. Thank you. Uh, Well, yeah, I think, I mean, we touched on a, a few of them on Sunday, just uh, buildings and budgets and bodies. Um, none of those things are bad things. And, you know, when it, when it comes to buildings, you know, those are great tools for ministry. Um, budgets, it, it, you know, it takes money to do 
um, a lot of the ministry that we do. Um, and of course we want to have people here. Um, but you know, it's easy, like Scott said, it's easy for those things to become the the standard that we measure our success as a church. And, And I think that's dangerous. Um, you know, even, even things like, you know, decisions, just driving to get people to make some sort of decision. Uh, we can measure, you know, how effective are we as a church by did X amount of people fill out a card, uh, and again, I think what makes them so dangerous is that those are good things. They're just not the measure of success for the church, you know, if that makes sense. I was listening actually to a podcast this morning. Um, it was Robbie Gowdy kind of giving an overview of that Replicate book. And he, I don't remember the parameters for the statistic, but basically over a, a set period of years in the SBC, there was you know, 7 million people baptized and then when they looked at the kind of the attendance or membership figures, like they did not grow by actually they took a step back. So they, they baptize, you know, 7 million people. And then there's just the overall membership basically stayed the same. So there's yeah, some so, sort of, yeah, people are coming in the yeah. front door and then going out the back door just as fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, th- I think the issue that we, we deal with, you know, when you think about buildings, budgets and bodies, those things are easy to quantify and we can look at the size of our building. We can look at the size of our budget. We can count the number of bodies, but uh, when it comes to true disciples, that's a number that that's something that's hard to grasp. How do you even quantify when somebody is a disciple? And so I think that's one reason why it's easy to, to look at these other things. Cause even like you said, those things aren't insignificant. You know, when I think about, we don't want to be about the numbers. Well, numbers are important because every number represents a person. But we just can't let them be a number. They're more than a number. They are a person, and God's concerned about their soul. And so we just have to make sure that we're taking them deep with him. And that's what discipleship's about. And the reason why it's not very appealing is because discipleship is hard. Like you said, this is a journey, Andrew. You know, And so a journey, is a, it takes a while. This is not something you know, I'm, I'm going to do in a short, you know, it's not a quick burst. And a lot of things we like to concentrate on are quick bursts because we do them and they're done. They're behind us. They're over discipleship is really a, a lifelong process. And so that's why it's so tough, I think. Absolutely. For sure. Anything else on, on that as we look back to last Sunday? Yeah, I think personally for a, a self-proclaimed uh, selfish person, uh, trying to be more selfless every day, but I think discipleship is hard to focus on as individuals because we want to focus on our own our own thing. We were like, are we feeling fulfilled by church or by our relationship with Christ or, you know, what's going on for us. And then to turn that focus and say, okay, well, our ultimate goal is to, to make disciples. And it's like, well, what about me? Mm-hmm. Like, how come I'm not, someone else should be making me a disciple. I, I want to be, you know, like, it feels like a very personal thing. So it does. I think that's I think, to lose focus. Here's the cool thing. I think if we do it right, both of those things do happen simultaneously. You know, I think, I think that's grow. a fair point. Yeah, you grow, but you're also helping someone else go. And, and really, they can help you grow, you know, because even I think any good teacher can tell you many times they often learn from their students, you know. So I, I guess the only one who probably didn't was Jesus, but the rest of us, we, we do. <laughs> yeah, I think that point was made. I heard uh, Jonas's sermon. I'm sure it was is a sentiment was shared, if not explicitly spoken, but you can't teach something you don't know how to do. Right. Um, and so by by teaching, by by seeking to teach, you you kind of get that. You, you, you can hold yourself accountable in some sense. For sure. 
And I think going along with that, Zach, making us feel good, like big events and all the fun and flashy things that are good, they're good things. Those are easy to make us feel good. Like as leaders, like when I have something that's explosive, I think, oh, this is so great. I feel so good right now. But we should feel just as good about the hard work of discipleship because it's not as explosive when you look at it day to day. But as you look at it over time, as you're pouring into disciples and disciple making, it's, it's good. Like it's there. It's just easier to get caught up in those, those moments where things are big and fun. I don't know. Yeah. When we look at how are we growing to be more like Christ? Are we to take, take the fruit of the spirit? Are we more loving, joyful, kind, patient, gentle? Those things are hard to put a number on maybe harder to measure, but the things that we're continuing to grow in as we walk with one another and help each other on the journey of discipleship. So as we kind of look ahead to this coming Sunday, as you prepare for worship on Sunday morning, uh, it's Springfield Road and at South Wilson, we'll have our uh, live streams at 9 and 1030 from Springfield Road and then at 1030 at South Wilson. And then those are in-person services as well. And so we're looking this Sunday at the guide for our journey, taking a look at the direction, the guide that God has given us as we walk with him, specifically looking at 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 14 through 17. If you're preparing and want to read that chapter to prepare, then that would be that would be great. Just join us on Sunday, though, as we take a look and take a little deeper dive there at our guide. With that, we'll kind of move a little bit along to other things that are coming up this coming Sunday, kind of more general announcements and things like that. And so let's start with our, our kids on Sunday morning, Crystal, some changes there for, for our kids ministry this Sunday. Yes. So this Sunday, I'm super excited. Um, the kids are getting excited too. I've been talking to them this week. Um, we're moving downstairs finally. (laughs) So all the kids will be downstairs in their actual hallway. Um, and it's just going to be a lot of fun. Their pre-registration is over, so you don't have to worry about that anymore. I know everyone's super excited about that. So am I. <laughs> um, but yeah, just show up. Check-in's no longer in the gym. Check-in's going to be right up by preschool. So we're checking everyone in in the same area, trying to keep traffic flow moving quickly. Um, and the class sizes are still smaller, so we're still offering just one service, 9 or 1030. Hopefully that will change soon because that's super important and we want to be able to offer that to everyone to be able to stay for both services. Um, so it's first come first serve since we're still lower capacity, but come on, it's going to be fun. Absolutely exciting stuff for our kids. Those changes, you could find all that information um, and get caught up on that as well at our, on our website as with all these students and other announcements for our students coming up this Sunday they're going to serve, be serving at Clarity at 4 o'clock on Sunday. You can find that on the announcements page on the website or get with Jacob for more info on that and then following that up with a time of fellowship here at Springfield Road with the Super Bowl going on. And so make sure you kind of check out all those details and get those so you can be a part of what's going on at Clarity on Sunday at 4. Great opportunity to be a working together with one of our local ministry partners there. And then from there, um, since we're kind of talking a little bit about Sunday night, uh, we've got some plans for some more expanded Sunday and Wednesday night 
activities coming up beginning in March. Um, so let's kind of take a little bit of a look at that. Scott, you want to tell us a little bit about what we're what we're looking at doing there? Yeah, uh, you know, with uh, with COVID and all that and things that happened, you know, we kind of our Wednesday night activities, uh, you know, we kind of put a pause on them. And so we're figuring out how to, to best, uh, you know, get those going back, you know, for our, uh, you know, our students have been meeting on Sunday nights. They started doing that. And, and what we're going to do um, starting March, make sure you get my dates right, uh, March the 7th, uh, on Sunday nights on Springfield Road, uh, we'll be doing our kids and student ministries like we used to do on Wednesday night. They'll be done now on, on Sunday nights. And at the same time, uh, for the adults, what we're going to do there is, is, is kind of have the building open. And so if some of our adult classes need to do life groups, they could do it on Sunday night. Or if some of our D groups, when we get those started, if they want to meet on Sunday nights, they can. And then in, in the sanctuary, we'll be having a prayer time uh, for adults. All right. And that's going to be, uh, you know, just a focused prayer time. Uh, it's not going to be Bible study for those that join us there. We're just going to really focus on prayer because as prayer is very important. And so that's at six o'clock on Springfield on a Sunday nights. And then we're going to basically do the same thing uh, at uh, uh, South Wilson on Wednesday nights. Uh, and by doing it even that way, by altering the nights when we do those, uh, it's going to allow like um, for Crystal and Jacob to be able to be a both uh, places for you know crystal for the kids and then jacob for the students so i hope that's going to be big, big help and then again we're going to do that prayer time and i will say this we're also uh, trying to work and make sure for those that are uh, just watching from home right now and, and being apart from home that we're going to try to to make sure we have that available for the prayer time for the adults whether they can check in with us and even you know be a part of that prayer time so just keep that in mind and uh, we'll get all those details out as it gets closer. But the, the goal is even for those who are right now just just being able to participate from home, that they're still going to have that opportunity to be involved. Yeah, absolutely. Exciting stuff going on there. And some other exciting things that have been going on this week. We've got some our projects that we voted on a few weeks ago as a church with South Wilson and the live stream. And Zach and Luke have been working hard on that this week making some of those upgrades and updates over there at South Wilson. And that's coming along well. Is that right, Zach? Yeah, no, uh, things are going really well. I almost said swimmingly. I don't know if that's even a thing. That's um, great. Yeah. No, it's, it's coming along very well. Uh, we have, as I'm speaking right now uh, on Wednesday, we have a full camera set up operational and ready to go. Um, our hope was that at South Wilson, we could just knock that project out all at once and then turn to Springfield and then knock that project out all at once. But as is to be expected, there are things with shipping that you have to take into account. So I can make no guarantees as far as the complete movement that was promised. I don't know that all of the lights and things will make it in, but we will for sure have a noticeably upgraded stream at South Wilson this Sunday, which is very exciting. And everyone should just stay tuned because everything we voted on that was part of that proposal it will be done and it will be done very efficiently. Um, I, I've been blown away by uh, Ron Stillwell with Stillwell Sound. He is an incredible, uh, just knowledgeable person in this field of just all things technological, it seems like. Uh, but no, uh, the, the three of us, we've been working hard, but I've been just blown away by Ron and Luke, uh, all that they've done. But yeah, South Wilson is, is we're close to the finish line there. Yeah, exciting stuff. And then we'll be looking forward to, like you said, getting that work going here at Springfield Road as well. And so lots of exciting things coming up over the next next few weeks. Hoping one of those isn't winter weather, although they had some forecasts <laughs> for that 
this for this weekend right at first well, and then we're now we're back down to like no snow and so no snow is better than terrain much better than a, of snow. yeah it'll be one of those right but we'll get through it either way so that's right yeah and just just remind our church family uh andrew that if it is bad weather just to stay informed we'll, we'll obviously uh, if, if we uh, you know don't have in-person services uh because of the weather we'll get that out on all our social media sites and those sort of things but the intent will be one way or another we will have church uh, it might Absolutely. be online only if it was again if the weather's bad uh, we'll do online only that's going to be one of the great i think benefits of on of having the online services now is when bad weather comes, people don't have to risk it, but we can still worship together. So uh, if, if some of that snow does come in Saturday night, Sunday morning, just stay tuned. We'll, we'll keep you informed. Absolutely. We'll weather the weather, whatever the weather. weather <laughs> yeah, we'll weather the weather. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weather there's, yeah. Okay. All right. Anything, let's kind of move along from there after our announcements and upcoming events and all that to the segment where we talk about anything interesting that has happened over the past week, I will say, as we kind of move to this portion of the podcast in our next steps class on Sunday, I was describing the structure of our podcast and one of our guests there for <laughs> participants for next steps said, so you're saying that the podcast is business up front and party in the back. And so I was like, yep, that's pretty much <laughs> what it is. As Zach said, it's the mullet of podcasts. Mullet of podcasts. Yep. <laughs> mullet of podcasts. Yep. So here we are. Now, the anything interesting. Are in right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, they're very in right now, so they should be happy. That's right. <laughs> What's interesting that's going on with y'all this week? I would love to start this one out uh, okay. because I think I've got it. I think I've got the best one, although okay. I, don't, I don't have any we'll guarantees see. on that. I come into my office on... I don't even know what day it was. It was before Sunday, Thursday, I guess. Um, <laughs> and my wife got me a chocolate orange for Christmas. But through all of January, I was on a very particular diet and I could not partake in this chocolate orange. I noticed there are bits of aluminum foil or, you know, whatever they wrap those things in at the store uh, all around my desk. I'm like, what the heck happened here? Then I noticed a chocolate bar that Luke had been kind enough to gift me also, same story, waiting to eat that till the end of the diet, right? Has been ripped open. It was the caramel chocolate bar, by the way. It was the worst thing. Ugh. Had been ripped open and nibbled on. And then I, I turned the orange sideways. There are, <laughs> there's a chunk missing out of the side of this orange. And it, it looked like teeth marks, but enough to where like a human could have taken a bite out of this thing. Then I realized this is the work of mice. And so... Many things ensue that day, mainly based around me being terrified of mice. Like I'm a huge person. I'm a very large man if people have not noticed that in person at church. Um, <laughs> but I am not deathly terrified where I'm like, oh, but uh, if I see a mouse, I go, ah, like every time. And so Andrew came to my rescue. He went and got some traps for me and we trapped uh, two mice in my office over the next 24 hours. So far, so good. The, the traps are still here that have not caught any additional mice, but that was very interesting. Yeah, we're trying to work with mice running around everywhere. No fun. Yeah, I can't top that story. No, nope, that's thought. pretty good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all have nothing, nothing interesting? After that, no. Okay, well, I do need to give one. I need to give a couple updates. One is that... 
talked about the fiddle last week, broken string. Um, one of our, our listeners and church members helped me get the string fixed. And so thanks to Rachel on that. I now have four working strings on the fiddle. So now the only thing holding me back from learning that is my own laziness and procrastination. Then the other interesting thing that happened to me was last night. I was cooking dinner and I guess it was about 5.30. So it was just kind of starting to get a little darker. And I looked out the kitchen window and saw what appeared to be horses by the barn behind my house, which was surprising to me because I don't have any horses. So (laughs) I went out there and it turned out there were six mules and a and a horse just hanging out by the barn. And so that led to quite an interesting evening trying to track down the owner of these mules and this horse. But thankfully, I can report that after uh, much visiting to, to all the neighbors in Flint Hill, the horses, well, the mules and the horse have been returned to their home and are safe <laughs> and sound, thankfully. So. That is a crazy story. I was really, really hoping you were going to be like making dinner, look out, and I saw what can only be assumed to be Bigfoot. And I was like, oh, I'm ready for that. <laughs> yeah, well, at first I had no idea what I was looking at. Yeah, because I was not expecting to see large animals, period. So <laughs> I, was, I was waiting to hear him say he jumped on them bareback and rolled them down the you know road or something. But. Yeah, just, yeah, rode them back home and yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's it. To, yeah. How many miles of driving is it to visit multiple neighbors in that area? Because that's not a very dense populated. It's like a little more spaced out than the average E-Town house, you know? Yeah, it was a couple miles. So, yeah. So I checked with my neighbor across the road first, and he was actually on his way out to do the same thing because he had his kids had seen them, just the horses just oh. roaming across the field. And so we... Anyways, we made some teamwork out of it and got it all figured out. And by teamwork, I mean, he did most of it, the work and I was just kind of there. So it's like, they're, they're your mules, man. I don't know. What to, yeah. I don't, I don't keep mules. Yeah. They were neither of ours, but yeah, I don't know. We figured it worked out. So sort of interesting, maybe not, but. Hey, hey Andrew, should, yes. should when we think about interesting things, should we give a hint about what's coming next week? Something very important is coming next week. Oh, I don't know. Should we know. give our listeners a hint, or are we supposed to wait on that? I don't know. I guess we could go ahead and give them a hint if you want to. Yeah. Well, 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 well maybe I should say this. I'm not going to confirm or deny. This is how Zach would do it. <laughs> I'm not going to confirm or deny that someone has a 50th birthday next week in our office. That's true. That is the right. rumor, at least. That and is I the will rumor. say this. It's nobody that's on this podcast today. It is not. Yeah, but it could be somebody. It could be somebody who was the founder of Staff Chats, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> could be. Could be. So I don't know. Just a rumor. I'm hearing. All right. Stay tuned. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Did I do that well, Zach? That's kind of the way you would have handled that, right? Yep. Yeah. No, I th- that was. That's more of like a Jonas. That's like Jonas's mo. What? <laughs> What drop he's, he's not saying it's somebody's birthday. Yeah, but he's not, not saying, saying just saying. Somebody's birthday. Yeah. All right. Wait, Jonas, did you? 
Also, when I said Jonas's, I was trying to imagine what it would look like on paper, like what kind of apostrophe S situation we would we would have. I'm looking at it right here on this. It email. would be an apostrophe <laughs> S, right? S apostrophe S. So let's Jonas, yeah. really? Because yeah. I'm not Jesus or Moses, apparently. No, he so. is not a classical historical figure at this yet. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jonas. Let's go to throw it to you. What is our question for the week as we wind down here all right guys here it is brace yourselves pretend there is a reality tv show about your life i want to know what song plays during the opening credits what if i can interrupt really quick before we give answers to this i have said for all of my five-ish years here at this office that there should be a reality tv show about our office but the question being about our lives i'll get to my answer in a little bit but i always thought that this church should have a reality show Mm. that would be amazing anybody got one this podcast Uh, might uh, be uh, uh, axel f is going to play for mine axel f yeah (laughs) yeah right no words, just music. No. <laughs> Y'all don't like that choice? Sorry. That's great. I don't yeah. know what kind of what, what the what kind of tone you set for a reality TV show <laughs> with Axel F, but I like I mean, it. It's it's great, man. I mean, upbeat, you know, cool. Well, it, I mean, I was also going to say that I didn't want any words in my theme song either. <laughs> Because with music, I just want, I just want like a classical song or a piece of jazz, just really soft and quiet. That's all I want. Gotcha. Because when it comes to songs with words, I can't ever remember the words. I remember like one line and that plays over and over in my head and that gets annoying. So I just make up just instrumental. (laughs) I can't do that because I'll know it's wrong. Yeah, my family makes fun of me all the time, but I just make up the words when I don't know them. Andrew, Zach, think, any uh, yeah. songs? So I was thinking about this. I think I will maybe go, would either go with Perfectly Lonely by John Mayer <laughs> or, or uh, something, maybe something bluegrass, just instrumental. I'm not okay. sure. So yeah, two very different options there i like it i'm gonna go with uh classic my name is jonas by weezer doesn't that just sound a good opening (laughs) opening song it's kind of got the little acoustic riff and then it comes in real heavy with my name is jonas which i think would have to be the name of the show Mm. would you do it like the opening to my name is earl I don't know. You'd be like, my name is Jonas. (laughs) I don't know why you have that accent all of a sudden. (laughs) What's yours, Zach? Uh, My my theme song would be the theme song to the Moment of Zach podcast, uh, which was was around for a brief moment, but the the theme song lives on. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to hear it right now. It's a classic. Yeah, classic. Yeah, let's hear it. (laughs) You want to hear? Okay. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me turn this volume up. It's a moment of Zach. <laughs> a moment of Zach, yeah. Sure. 
I think that's great. Perfect. <laughs> yep. It's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I don't I'm think we can improve on I'm that. A little bit too self-involved on that one. <laughs> I think Zach won the question. I think he so. Did. I'm think glad so. we just saved a, you for last. Just man. a young man singing about himself in four different vocal layers. I mean, what's <laughs> unusual about that? I wonder how much time he spent on editing that. <laughs> too long. Several mixes. Mixed it like three or four times. <laughs> all right. Fun stuff today, guys. Thank you all for being on the podcast. And thank you for joining us and listening wherever you are and whatever you're doing. And we hope that you're having a great week and look forward to worshiping with you on Sunday morning, 9 and 1030 at Springfield Road, 1030 at South Wilson. All those services available on live stream as well. Scott, can you close us in prayer? Absolutely. Father, we come to you today, and as always, uh, God, we first just praise you. And what I know every day, I'm just overwhelmed by the grace that you show us. And uh, I know that uh, you know I'd be like the uh, the Apostle Paul. I'm the I'd be the least of those, God, because uh, you know my life. And I just thank you for that grace. And so, as we just come even together as a staff and just share these moments together, Lord, we even thank you for the joy that we have here at the time of laughter, because we know even that's a gift from you. Uh, because without the joy and the peace that you give, uh, there probably wouldn't be a lot to laugh about, God. But because we look to you, we know that you give us perfect joy and no matter what's going on. And so uh, we just thank you again for this time. We just pray for our church family. Uh, we know there's, these are still trying times. There's still a lot of folks that um, you know are suffering from the effects of COVID or those that may be uh, suffering the, the loneliness that's caused by this. And so, God, we lift our church family wherever they're at, God, that you would just reach down and touch them and bless them and even help us as a church continue to minister to our people, even doing it better as we move forward. So God, we just trust your leadership and guidance. And so you just take care of us and direct us in everything. And as I pray these things, Father, pray them in Jesus' name. Amen.